0: Is a partner, parent, ex, sibling, child, or co-worker causing you to second-guess yourself? That can be crazy-making. I'm here to help you save your sanity. So let's get down to it and figure some things out now. Stay tuned. Good evening and welcome to Save Your Sanity. In this episode, we're going to be discussing going no contact And I know that sounds harsh. It sounds so final. It sounds so much that sometimes people won't do it. It's difficult to do. I understand why people find it difficult to choose to do it. But it really is the only thing to do in many cases. And that may be going no contact with a partner or an ex or a sibling, or someone you're in relationship with that you're thinking may be dating, or maybe it's with an adult child or a parent. The whole idea of going no contact is to put an end to the toxic behavior and the emotional abuse. To say no more, I am just not going to come in contact with that anymore. I choose not to place myself in that environment. And that's an important thing that you stand up and say for yourself, that I don't wish to be bombarded with toxicity and abuse any longer, and I'm not taking the risk, and I'm not believing the lies. And yet there are a whole lot of people who would say to you, oh, how could you? You know, those would be hijackles and the enabling friends or flying monkeys of hijackles. Just how could you? Um, because they're being fooled by the behavior of the person that you are leaving out of your life. And so they want to guilt you into something wrong with you for going no contact. And that could prevent you from actually stepping up and doing it. Or someone might say to you, well, that's very harsh. Well, here's the deal. When you choose the behavior, you choose the consequences. That's true for all of us. And if somebody wants to be abusive repeatedly, the consequences of the behavior may be that the person who's being abused goes no contact because they don't want the behavior any longer. It's not harsh. It is life-supporting. And it's important. Being an emotional abuser should be a deal-breaker. That should be the end of it. Nobody emotionally abuses you. And when that's happening repeatedly, it's a really good time to start thinking about going no contact. So in this episode, I really want to help you look at 10 no's that are in no contact. And then 10 things to do to get to the no guilt about it. Because it's a process. And it isn't something you undertake lightly. And you want to be able to sustain it once you make the decision. Um, and if people are saying to you, well, that's not very nice, or good people, you know, put up with these kinds of behaviors, or nice people should do that, or it's important to go the extra mile, just know they don't understand. They don't understand the hijackal nature. They don't understand toxic behavior coming your way. They don't understand emotional abuse. And maybe they're putting up with it and think you should too. And that's not going to be very helpful. And if you've ever been brought up with that idea, which I think is a very lethal idea, if you've been brought up with the idea of give until it hurts, I'd like to dissuade you of that idea right now. Because if everyone gave till it hurts, everybody would be hurting. You now we give, but if it hurts, there's something wrong with the equation. I hope you'll really think about that because <clears throat> going no contact is like giving up an addiction. And that's a positive thing, it is. You don't want to be addicted to the drama. You don't want to be addicted to the abuse. You don't want to be addicted to the toxicity. And you simply say, no, I am not going to be in that environment any longer. That person has lost the right to contact me. And you know, in episode 115, I talk about the three must-haves of a healthy adult relationship. Those are equality, reciprocity, and mutuality. And they are not, not, not available in a relationship with a hijackal. Now, if you're not familiar with my term hijackal, I created it so that we would have a way to talk about the patterns, traits, and cycles of the people who hijack relationships to meet their own needs and purposes, and then they relentlessly scavenge that relationship for power, status, and control. And if that sounds like the person you have in mind right now, then it's a very good thing to consider going no contact with them because hijackals have no equality. They won't stand for equality. They will not engage in reciprocity, and they totally don't understand mutuality. So the three must-haves of a healthy adult relationship are totally unavailable to you in a relationship with a hijackal. I hope that simplifies things for you to see that they're just unavailable, not, well, maybe I can squeeze them out, or maybe you, maybe I can misconstrue their behavior to make it kinder than it is. No, they're unavailable in a relationship with a hijacker. So I want to talk about, as I said, ten the, the 10 no's of no contact. And no contact means just simply taking someone out of your life completely, so that you can avoid their toxicity and their abuse. Because you matter, and you have an absolute right and a duty to protect yourself. So the first no in going no contact is no contact, no nothing. No visits, no phone calls, no texts, no social media. We don't stay friends. We don't just sort of go no contact. It's a big deal. It's all no contact. Yes, you might want to. You might search for reasons to. Let me remind you no contact means no contact. They can't contact you. And if they do, they get nothing back from you. You do not contact them. So no contact equals no nothing. That's the first no in going no contact. And the second is no fixation or obsession on them. Get to the place where they're out of sight, out of mind, that they're gone. You know, you get rid of their stuff. No checking to see what they're up to on social media. No hearing about them from other people. No checking in their phone all the time to see if they've called. None of that. You work on, no, I made this choice. I no longer want this person in my life. I did it because I value myself. I did it because I value my sanity. I did it because I want a quality of life, and that will never give it to me. And so when I find myself obsessed about, well, what are they doing and why haven't they called? You can get in a real muddle, and you may have been there. You may have endeavored to go Um, no contact previously and found that you you didn't hold on to it strongly i hope after listening to this episode you will and if you need any help with that you know i'm always here to help you if you want to talk to me directly you new clients have have a one-time opportunity for a full one hour with me at beaclient.com because if you've gone go no contact before and you are wondering how to do it effectively again, maybe we could talk about that, and you would feel much stronger. So getting them out of your mind, that means you have to plan to do other things, have your mind filled with other things, be going in other directions. So you do have to prepare to go no contact. It's very difficult if you just have a void that you've left. But no reminiscing. No plans, no excuses. Um, And that's a big one because you can talk yourself into anything. Oh, well, you know, I just heard that they got a diagnosis. Oh, I heard their house burned down. You know, whatever it is, could be something much less than that. But you find yourself excusing the no contact rule because no, no contact is no contact is no nothing. It's hard, but it is important. It is a statement about you valuing yourself. It's not selfish. It's self-care. Important to know. Third, no. No responses. No matter what they do, no matter what they send, no matter what they want. You know, they send a huge bouquet of flowers. They send you a new car. I don't care what they send. You do not respond. You see how easy it would be to talk yourself into responding and breaking no contact? Because a nice person would. Well, that's only fair to do, right? It's difficult. I understand that. But you're not dealing with healthy people when you're going no contact with a hijackal. They are going to try to get things their way. They are going to go to great lengths. They're going to triangulate through other people. They're going to try and shame you or blame you or intrigue you or blow up your phone or whatever it is that is their style. They will do it. And you have only one style, which is no contact. No, 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 no. So no responses. Remember, you were their supply. You were someone that gave them the opportunity to be abusive. And you're cutting off their supply. And they don't like it. But you're in the habit of thinking about them. You're in the habit of second-guessing yourself. You're in the habit of planning to take care of them. And so it's a hard habit to quit. I understand that completely. So you don't do this lightly, and you don't do it on a whim. You plan to go no contact. You plan for it. You think it through. You work it through. And yes, we can talk about that. Go to beaclient.com if you need to. Um, Because... It's hard to do because they're part of the fabric of your being. They have become part of that fabric. You know, I had hijackal parents. I don't have any siblings. I had a hijackal partner. I have have also experienced that with a child. It's hard. It's very difficult to say, that's not going to happen around me. That is not going to happen to me. That is not going to be any further part of my experience. I know how hard it is, but I know that you're worth it. And I know that it gets easier as you do it longer. So please know that. Number four no and no contact is no hovering accepted. Now that's when the hijackal wants to kind of suck you back in. So they're saying all kinds of things, making all kinds of promises. They will say and promise almost anything in order to get you to break no contact. They don't mean it. It's just in the moment to win. Remember, hijackals have to win in each new moment. So they're endeavoring to win by getting you to break no contact. And then they'll say, see, you couldn't live without me. Believe me, you can. You can live without them. It may not be easy in the beginning. I can almost guarantee it won't be. But you will live without them and you'll be so glad you did. The number five in no contact is no, you don't need closure. Closure is a myth. It happens inside you. It's when you decide that it is more important for me to say yes to myself And I'm going to say no to you. That's closure. I don't need to know why you do things. I don't need to know what you're thinking. I don't need to hear if you're okay. Closure is an inside job. And that whole idea of just once more, that's the equivalent of rinse and repeat. You know, you can talk yourself into anything at those moments. You know that's true. But hold on to that idea that Closure is something you do by yourself for yourself. It's not something someone gives you. You don't get it. Now, certainly, if somebody was in a terrible accident and you want to know how they died, I'm not talking about that kind of closure. I'm talking about closure with a all emotional closure. It will be totally unavailable to you. It will not be there for you. And it's an inside thing for you to do. I know why I left them. I matter. Therefore, I did what I needed to do. That's closure. So important. Now, number six, no is no listening to others who make you or want to second guess yourself. There will be those people around and say, oh, how could you? That's so harsh. That's so hard hearted. You know, they're hurting. They're telling everybody that what you did to them, and they're crying. And there will be people who will try to prevail upon you, people who do not have the strength to go no contact themselves, who will prevail upon you not to do it so that you can join in with them on the weak side. And no, you know why you're going no contact, and you need to stay no contact, even though there will be people walking around telling you that no, you're not a nice person. You know why you're doing it. And if someone has that to say to you, they may need to be left by the side for a while too. Another no in no contact is no unicorns. (laughs) Now you may think that's a bit odd, but what I mean by a unicorn is a hijackal is a hijackal is a hijackal. They're not going to change. They may change for a hot minute because they're afraid you'll discard them, but they'll go right back to their habits. They don't change. And so a unicorn is what they want you to believe they are. Like, oh, I've changed. I've been to counseling. I see the error of my ways. I see what I was doing. I'll never do it Again. And they promise that they'll do things now that they have never done. No, no unicorns. It's not going to happen. That's all talk. That's all manipulation. So understand that before you make the no contact plan so that you know when that comes up, I don't care what you say, there aren't any unicorns. Clear? Good. All right, number eight, no in the no contact, is no playing back the movies that keep you in the loop. You know, like, oh, I remember when we did this, and I remember when we were first together, and I remember that day that I had a nice afternoon with my mother, and it was so rare, and I cherish it. Maybe I could reconstruct it. I've always wanted to have a stronger relationship with my sibling. Maybe they're not so bad and you start to play back old movies of the limited number of good times there were and forget the heaping pile of things that were toxic and abusive. So don't go into playing back movie loops of good times. That will not help you stay no contact, but it also is misinforming you because the good times were far fewer than the abusive And toxic ones. And number nine is no second guessing your decision. Once you have made the decision to go no contact, that's it. You have made the decision to go no contact. You go no contact. And you know what? You don't have to announce it. You do it. It's an action. You just simply do it. And the last Of 10, no's and no contact, is no succumbing to what might have been. We all soften a little and think, oh, you know, it had such potential. There were moments. Maybe we could recapture them. And it's a little like the unicorns. There is no succumbing to what might have been. If it could have been, it would have been already. If change had been available, change would have occurred and it would have been sustained. If they had wanted to communicate in meaningful ways and been respectful, they would have. If they had had the capacity to be empathetic toward your feelings and your desires or your preferences, they would have. They didn't. So don't think that magically because you went no contact that they have changed. Yeah, we'd like great parents, we'd like thoughtful siblings, we'd like loving partners, our healthy adult children, but maybe we don't have them, and that's our reality. Those people, those parents, siblings, partners, children, are not people we want in our life, not healthy people to have in our life, and that's okay. It's okay to say no to toxicity and abuse. You're an adult with decision-making power, so decide to play on your own team. Decide to go no contact because it helps you have a healthier life. You have that power, and it's yours to exert. And yes, as I said, work it through. Know why you're doing it. Know what the pitfalls may be. Be prepared for them and then do it. So now let's turn to 10 steps to get to no guilt doing it because, you know, Healthy people feel like we should be nicer than that. We should be giving people second chances and, and the benefit of the doubt and believing in them and all the things you see on Hallmark cards. <laughs> but that's not the case with hijackals. It isn't. They don't fall into that category. And the sooner that you come to that realization deeply within yourself, the sooner you'll be on the road to help. And feeling better about yourself. So let's talk about 10 ways to get to no guilt. First of all, get on good terms with believing your gut. You know these people are toxic. You know they don't have your best interest at heart. Your body knows. Your stomach turns. You get anxious when you think of them. You see their name on the caller ID and you go, Oh, I don't want to answer the phone. So... That's your body telling you, this is a no for you. This is a no. Believe your gut. Listen to your gut. Go with your gut and it will lead you to no guilt. Then, quiet your mind. Quiet your mind from the shoulds of other people. People love to sh- should on you. You should do that. A good person should do that. Uh, a daughter should do that. A wife, a husband should do that. Ah, no. There aren't any shoulds. There are coulds. There are options. And yes, yes you can exercise your option to go no contact. And that's what you're doing. So quiet your mind about the shoulds and the voices of other people and other people's expectations. And live up to your own expectation of yourself that I am a person who does not allow myself to be abused. And I walk away from it and go no contact. And then number three is to examine your own psychological safety. You're very important to you, I hope. You're very important to your contribution to the world. And if you are not psychologically safe day by day, then a bunch of your energy is leaking out in the direction of fear as to when the next blow is going to come from an emotional abuser. And so you need to examine your psychological safety in the relationships that you're in. To see if there are some of those in which you are so not safe that you need to go no contact. And when you do that, have no guilt about doing what's best for you. You're not hurting the hijack. You are simply saying, I'm not going to be your prey. Now, they may cry, they may be upset, they may pretend that they're hurt. They're not, they're annoyed. They're angry, they're frustrated, because now they have to go and be nice to somebody else and hope that that somebody else will fall in love with them or take them in or appreciate them or buy their sob story, and then eventually that person will find out that they're not a nice person, and then they'll go around it all again, so they're annoyed. But for yourself, examine your psychological safety and know that you deserve to be emotionally, psychologically, mentally safe, And, of course, physically, financially, spiritually, and sexually as well. And understand that you are not going to allow yourself to be in a place where you are psychologically unsafe. Because there's no guilt in that. So that will help. And number four is know you deserve to live in safety. You know, yes, we we have traffic laws for safety. We have laws in general for safety. And when we're in a relationship, we need to know where our safety lies too. And to know that you deserve to be safe. You may have had parents who never made you feel safe a day in your life. So you may not think that that's a possibility for you, but it is. It really is. And You know, if you'd like to join in um, to my Emerging Empowered Community that's a membership place where we, you can all come along and, and get lots of great benefits, including free group calls a month with me to ask your questions, but also to dialogue with other people who know what you're going through. Go over to joinintoday.com and become a member of my Emerging Empowered Community. And that's a great place to talk about these things. It's also a great place to say to folks, hey, I'm I'm having trouble holding the no contact line. Help me, support me, remind me why I'm doing this so that you can get some strength from that. And number five in going to no guilt is recognize you can love someone from a distance. We're not asking, I'm not suggesting that you don't love this person. You may or may not love this person. But the thing is, they're not safe to be around. So love them from a distance. You know, one of the more popular memes that I offer for you to to use and share on social media, you find it at facebook.com slash hijackals. Um, One of the really shared memes is this one. You don't have to make someone wrong to know they're not right for you. So when you realize that someone's not right for you, You start moving in another direction, which may mean no contact, but you go off in another direction. You can still love them if you like, but you don't be with them. You don't subject yourself to them. And that can be a real help for some people because they say, I still love them. I'm not asking you to give up the love. I'm asking you to make safety a priority. Emotional safety, physical safety, sexual safety, financial, spiritual, um, mental safety. These are important things because you deserve that. and Don't feel a moment's guilt about knowing that you deserve that. And number six is focus on your well-being. You know, you want to get to a place of no guilt. Well, you don't have guilt for focusing on your well-being. You are not focusing on your well-being over the well-being of a hijackal, the hijackal isn't using you. They're not taking care of you. They don't care about you. They're using you. And so your well-being is important to you. It's not important to them. Their well-being is what is important to them. And they are not going to have equality, reciprocity, and mutuality. So you are not going to find that to be a shared thing. And believe you have the right to draw breath and take up space, and therefore to know what you think, feel, need, want, prefer, and remember, and be able to say so. And that's the crux of my personal weather report technique. And you can learn more about that looking at other episodes. But focus on your well-being. That's not selfish. That's self-care. Your well-being is important. It's not comparative to somebody else's well-being. Your well-being is your task, your undertaking. And you have every right to look after yourself without guilt. Number seven is to decide to go no contact and make it non-negotiable. That this is not something that is going to change. It just isn't. Yes, down the road, you may want to believe that they're a unicorn and you may find yourself letting them in and hopefully closing the door quickly after when you find out that was a mistake. But stick to your decision making because it teaches yourself that you are trustworthy, trustworthy. You can trust you to stick to your guns, to stick to your decisions. You can trust you to keep yourself safe. That's important. And number eight is have a plan for when you start to lie to yourself uh, and you're tempted to rationalize reaching out. Have a strong plan for that. That may be just the time that you treat yourself to that Wonderful banana split, or <laughs> that you go and watch your favorite movie, or you know that that's perfect time to go for a run. Whatever it is that you know, have a plan for when you feel that oh, I'm tempted. I could be tempted to, well, just find out what they're up to. It's their birthday after all, you know. That's only fair. When you find yourself having that kind of conversation. Have a plan for how you're going to going to um, hold on to your decision and keep it non-negotiable. And number nine is ban them from your daily thoughts. Now I mentioned that earlier in the ten ways to go no contact, but ban them from your daily thoughts and I mean that when they creep in, think about something else quite quite consciously oh, no, I think I need to read a book. I need to say some affirmations. I need to see what's on television. I need to talk to a friend and ban them from your daily thoughts. Make a concentrated effort to do that. And as you do that and say, no, it's not healthy for me to think about them. No, it's not healthy for me to think about what might have been. I do things that are healthy for me, and that's not one of them. And you just repeat that at those times. And again, I know it's not easy. It's not simple either. Because there are habits involved that need changing and breaking and new habits to be created, which is to exclude the hijackal. And it is difficult. But you can do it. You're worth it, and you can do it. You don't deserve to be emotionally abused. You don't deserve to live in toxicity. And you can do it. And number 10 is to return to your resolve. When you get feeling a little watery or a little weak, or maybe I could, or maybe things have changed, or maybe they've changed, return to your resolve no, I did this for a good reason. I feel much better without them. I feel like I have regained my self-confidence, my self-esteem, my sense of self. Remind yourself of the gains that you have made and get support. Don't go anywhere near their flying monkeys. You know, their flying monkeys will be there just nattering at you, trying to say, well, they really care about you, you know. They're asking all the time about you. You should really reach out. Remember that they are loyal to the hijackle. That's the nature of the flying monkey. And those flying monkeys do not yet realize that hijackals are never loyal to them. So don't succumb to any of that. And by then, when you've done all those things... You will be no contact and no guilt. Yeah, it might run through your mind every now and again, but that won't be where you're living. And it's so important to vote in favor of yourself. You're not hurting anybody by saying no to a hijackle, but you're helping yourself so much, and it can be the greatest and healthiest thing for you to do. I hope that helps you be inspired to consider going no contact with that parent, that partner, that ex, that sibling, that friend, or even one of your adult children. It's the healthy thing to do all around. Until we meet again, take very good care of yourself because you're precious and you matter. Talk soon. Thank you for joining me on the Save Your Sanity podcast today. I hope you've had some new insights, some ideas and strategies to help you gain clarity and confidence from moving forward toward greater emotional health and safety. You deserve that, and so do your children. If you found value here and would like to support this podcast with a dollar or five each month, please do so at patreon.com slash